trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. stuff you've come to the right place welcome to the grain markets and other stuff podcast here's your host joe baklovic hey everybody welcome back to grain markets and other stuff thank you for joining me it is thursday november 19th um Thank you for coming back. Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for subscribing. I'm uh, very happy to report that the uh, number of downloads of this podcast continues to increase. The uh, number of subscribers on on YouTube uh, continues to increase. So uh, thank you very much. I'm only doing this because people are listening and people are watching, and uh, I very much appreciate it. If you have not already subscribed, uh, any podcast app, whether it's Apple or Google or Spotify, just about any podcast app out there, Grain Markets and other stuff is available. And remember, everything is available in video form on the Grain Markets and Other Stuff YouTube channel, so make sure you check that out if you have not already. I'm streaming actually live uh, on video on YouTube every morning at 6.30 a.m. Central Time with uh, market commentary, so if you have have not already checked out the YouTube channel, uh, make sure that you do that. Figured I would do a discussion today on soybean demand, which has uh, been very strong, and this is an interesting situation. Um, the question here is, are we rationing soybean demand? And um, I'm going to attempt to answer that the best that I can. It's kind of a complicated answer, to be honest. But um, first, let's break down demand for U.S. soybeans. Where We grow soybeans in this country. Where do they go? Um, demand for U.S. soybeans is essentially twofold. Um, you've got crush. And you've got exports. And there's a little bit in the middle, but that's about it. To be very specific, uh, crush is projected to account for 2.18 billion bushels of soybean usage this year. That's 48.2% of the total usage forecast. So that's about half, 48.2%. Exports expected at 2.2 billion bushels. Um, that's 48.6%, uh, 48.6% of the uh, total usage forecast. So between those two um, you're essentially looking at just about all your soybean demand. There's some residual usage and some other things in the middle, but those are your two big sources of demand for U.S. beans, crush and exports. So I guess to to answer the question, are we rationing soybean demand, you've got to look at exports and crush uh, individually and then kind of look at the situation as a whole. And then there are some other factors that I'm going to talk about at the end, which I think are are really kind of the bigger deal here for the moment. I'm going to bring up a chart on the screen here for those of you watching, and I, I'll be able to explain this just fine if you're listening. But uh, this is soybean crush uh, monthly, uh, starting with the beginning of the year here on the left. And then this is uh, where we're at currently. This top line on the yellow is uh, 2020. And uh, this bottom line is 2019. So last year versus this year, essentially. And what you can see here from this chart is that we have been uh, very consistently outperforming last year in regard to the amount of beans crushed um, on a monthly basis. These are all months. So every little data point here is a month. As a matter of fact, in October last month, we crushed uh, 185 million bushels of soybeans, which is the best crush number on record for any month. Um, And even prior to that, we had been, uh, there, there were only one or two months, I think only one month actually so far this year that we crushed less beans than we did last year. I think it was um, uh, might've been August, but aside from that, we've been better than, than just about 
we've been better than last year on a very consistent basis, despite the fact that we've seen this big run up in prices. And you look at what we did in October, while the market was making fresh contract highs, you know, up above $11 a bushel, we crushed the most beans ever on record. So to answer the question, are we are we rationing crush demand with these higher prices? I mean, I would say based on this chart, the answer is no, uh, we're not. And the reason is that crush margins are very good, actually. Um, the the products, your soybean meal, your soybean oil, have uh, performed well also, and they've enabled processors in this country to make money, even though flat price soybeans are very high, which is is interesting. I mean, you would think that, okay, we've had this big rally in bean prices, right? That's that's going to really shut demand off. And, and it really hasn't, not in crush, um, really at all. The next chart I'm going to bring up here is export sales. And this is weekly export sales. This is the amount of uh, beans that we sell on a, we've sold on a weekly basis. It starts in August. And same thing. This top yellow line here is this year. This bottom purple line, if, if you're watching, is uh, last year. We have very consistently been above last year's pace in regard to export sales, um, and, and not even by a little bit, by a very wide margin. It was actually just here um, this week. I think that we finally had a print that was below uh, the same week last year in terms of weekly export sales, but we're still doing very, very well in terms of export sales, despite these high prices. As a matter of fact, um, I don't have this chart in front of me, but total export commitments for United States soybeans are the best on record. And a lot of that has to do with China and this big increase in buying and all that stuff. But uh, you look at this chart of, of weekly export sales, I mean, even after the big run-up in prices, September, October, uh, into November, sales have still been very, very good. So I'd probably make the argument that we're not really rationing demand here either. So if that's the case, if you look at your two big portions of demand and we're not rationing demand through either of them, where does that leave us? Does that mean that we have to go to a much higher price level in order to ration demand? Um, does it mean that the market has to bull spread more in order to ration demand? Um, I don't necessarily know that it's either of those things. Um, I think time is a big thing here. Time is extremely important. You got to keep in mind that Brazilian farmers planted um, are in the process of planting record soybean acres this year, and, and you'll get different thoughts from different people on how big their crop is going to be. When you look at price structure, uh, Brazil versus the United States, once you get into February, which is is basically when the South American beans become available or start to become available. When you get into February, um, beans from Brazil shipped to China are going to be much cheaper than beans from the United States shipped to China. There's already markets for this stuff, and it's very obvious that uh, it's going to be much cheaper for China to import beans from Brazil than it will be from the United States during that time frame. I, I think the uh, the total number is is somewhere between forty and fifty cents a bushel. That's the advantage that Brazil will have versus the United States come February, and it gets worse after that. It gets worse in March. It, it gets uh, we become less competitive in in March and into April and that sort of thing. And this is of course a, assuming a lot. We're assuming that Brazil has a normal crop um, or a normalish crop, a big enough crop to satisfy what China needs to buy. But it it seems to me right now that we're we're kind of trying to ration demand but but just for a time frame it's like we've got to um 
maybe push some demand off uh, just for the next two or three months until these Brazilian soybeans become available in February or March. So it's really a question of time more than price, I think, at this point in time, to be honest, because I think if China needed more beans between now and February, they'd buy them from the U.S. no matter what the price is. And uh, I think that's kind of been I think that's been the case here the last few months. I think they've been buying the beans despite the higher prices. Uh, maybe they were hedged on the board or, or somewhere else. Maybe they weren't. But um, in any case, I, I think that it's it's not necessarily an issue of like finding a price that shuts off demand because if China needs the beans, I think they're going to buy them. Um, and, and I think they're going to hold off on anything that they can hold off on until that February, March timeframe. So to answer the question, are we rationing soybean demand? The answer is no, we're not, not really. Um, the, the bigger issue here is time. It's the South American crop and South American crop potential. Um, and what sort of appetite does China still have for beans after they've already made these massive purchases? So I think that the di- the direction of the soybean market um, hinges on those things. It hinges on what what is China's appetite for soybeans from the United States between now and February? Um, how good is the Brazilian crop going to be? And uh, and when it's a question of when, not if uh, does China start buying Brazilian beans instead of U.S. beans? And then, you know, the, the the size of the Brazilian crop, I guess. So it's it's kind of an interesting deal here because we, we've we rallied the board three dollars, more than three dollars since the, the lows that were posted in the spring. Yet we've really done very, very little to ration demand in the soybean market. So it's really going to come down more to time, more down to South America. Um the crush deal here in this country, um, that doesn't have to change anytime soon, but the exports, that, that half of the demand base, the exports, that piece is something that uh, could definitely change and probably will change barring a big crop issue in Brazil. Um, remember, guys, if you need some help with your grain marketing, um, go to my website. I've got it up on the screen here at standardgrain.com. Click on grain marketing plan up in the upper right-hand corner and um you can sign up for my subscription service. It's $49 a month. Um, you click the subscribe button here. It's going to take you to a PayPal link and you just put your credit card info in. You will get my morning email, which goes out every day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time, every business day, along with the text message service. And I'll let you know exactly how I'm marketing uh, corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. It's very easy to follow. It's broken down by crop, by crop year, and by percentage. Um, uh, It's a a very simplified version of a grain marketing plan. So um, certainly check that out. Everyone have a wonderful day today. Um, I will be back on on, uh, Friday morning, but have a nice weekend, and uh, we'll catch you next time.